Hey, guildies, it's time for another Knights of the Guild podcast, episode number 36. It's been a few months since we did one of our regular podcasts, but hopefully you've been enjoying our companion cast covering the fantastic season 5 of the Guild. The reason for the lack of regular podcasts, as many of you know, my podcast equipment was stolen on the last day of San Diego Comic Con. Fortunately, I had transferred all of my companion cast interviews that I had done on the set of season 5 to my main home computer two days prior to that, hence why you still are getting the companion cast. Well, they say every rain cloud has a silver lining, and when our listeners and friends heard about the theft, they rallied around the podcast with love and support. Donations started rolling in, and Brian Kamioka started a Kickstarter project for the podcast, and with the success of that and the generous donations, I was able to purchase not not only replacement equipment, but upgrade my equipment as well. So with that said, our regular podcasts are back. But as you can hear, my co-host Ginny has not returned with me. While the podcast was down, I did a lot of thinking and felt like the podcast needed a bigger overhaul than what we did back in February. Our companion casts are by far our most popular podcasts that we produce. Download numbers double, even sometimes triple, when we release companion casts. But of course, companion casts are only released when new episodes of The Guild are released, which is three months out of the year. So I tried to come up with an idea that would allow me to give you guys behind-the-scenes content throughout the year while we wait for new companion casts, if there's a season six, fingers crossed. Since Jenny has not been part of The Guild the past two seasons, for seasons four and five, it would be difficult for her and I to discuss behind-the-scenes of those episodes. So we agreed that she would step down as a full-time co-host, but would join me from time to time for segments. So the new podcast will consist of me as the main host, and each episode I will bring on a cast or crew member to be my co-host for that episode. I hope by doing this, we will be able to bring you behind the scenes through a different pair of eyes other than my own. The new regular podcast will run anywhere between a half hour to an hour. If they run longer, I might split them into two. I will also be releasing more mini and microcasts as well. So you should get your fill of Knights of the Guild every month. I know it's sad to see Ginny go, as she was a fantastic co-host for over two years. But I hope you continue to listen to Knights of the Guild podcast, as we take you even deeper into the behind the scenes of one of the best web series on the internet. Greetings, guildies. Before you enter, I do need you to sign these. Sweet. What is this stuff? Just a formality. Litigation releases, uh, non-disclosure agreements, standard procedure. To enter a house? I don't think that's standard. I require everyone. Even dates, hypothetically speaking. See? A man sets his parameters and then he sticks to them. (laughs) Lesson number one. All right. I'm blossoming already. All right, let's get this show rolling. First up, we're going to be doing some guild news. I have uh, quite a bit of guild news here. I'm going to run through it really quick. First up, there are guild trading cards. These are epic. I saw a test card at BlizzCon recently, and they are so cool. Um, Here is the press release. Says the Guild Trading Cards, the Guild, an award-winning web series that we gamers and hobby fans can truly identify with, is now collectible. Follow the Knights of Good through their first three seasons of the show, starting with Zabu popping up on Codex's door and wrapping up with the epic duel to the digital death between the Knights of Good and the Axis of Anarchy. 63 cards composed of the most screenshot spam-worthy moments of the show make up the base set. Track down the nine card chase sets and loot both autographs and memorabilia from the cast. Go on a pack cracking frenzy this fall with the guild trading cards. They're going to be released in the fall of 2011. The pack's going to consist of five cards per pack, 24 packs per box. The price will be $350 a pack. As I said, the base set is 63 cards. There are two chase sets. One will be autographs and one will be wardrobes. And if you want more information, you can go to http colon slash slash www.crypt.com slash trading cards slash guild. I will have that URL in our show notes. Definitely check these out. They are pretty epic. And I will be giving a few of these away on some upcoming 
upcoming podcast, so stay tuned. And if you're living under a rock, then you may not have heard of this, but hopefully you have been Guild fans. Joan Soda, who were a sponsor of Season 5, you saw them throughout the season, they actually introduced Joan Soda, the Guild. So there's six different bottles representing one for each character in their avatar outfits. Here is the press release for that. Introducing Joan Soda and the Guild. Who is your inner gamer most like? The strong warrior skills of Vork Green Apple Soda? The sexy priestess charm of Codex Strawberry Lime? The blade-slinging rogue skills of Blades Cola? The mage-like insight of Clara Berry? The long-range wit of Tinkerball of Grape? Or the warlock magic of Zabu Blue Bubblegum? You can get the six-pack for $12.99. You can only purchase this online. And I have to say, they're pretty epic. I have several six-packs, and they are awesome. Jones Soda bent over backwards to get me nice pristine versions of the of the sodas i can't say enough about them they are really really cool and you definitely need to get them if you're a guild fan 12.99 is a great price for a six pack you do have to pay shipping um which can be a little pricey but uh let me tell you it's well worth it they're well packed they come very secure and you can only buy them online so you can check them out at http colon slash slash www dot jones j-o-n-e-s soda s-o-d-a dot com slash limited dash editions slash the dash guild dash limited dash edition dash soda dash six dash pack dot html all right again i will have that url on our website or you can just go to jonesoda.com and click on limited edition and you'll see the guild there so um Definitely worth buying. Check them out. They are pretty, pretty epic. All right, our next piece of news, we have one from our buddy Adam Levermore. He did the recent um, Season 5 poster for Comic-Con, the 8-Bit Guild. He also has done plenty of stuff with uh, Firefly and Bowser Galactica, and he was an extra on Season 5, and he also worked behind the scenes on Season 5, so uh, he's definitely part of our Guildy family, and he has a new series out, and I just wanted to uh, give you guys a heads up on that. It's called Life in Roberbia is a news series of prints, cards, and other stuff from graphic designer of the geeks, Adam Levermore. Adam is best known for his retro vintage poster art for fan-favorite films, TV shows, and web series, including Firefly, Bouncer Galactica, The Guild, and more. You can check it out at http colon slash slash r-o-b-u-r-b-i-a dot com. They're really, really awesome posters and postcards and cards. You definitely need to check them out and help support Adam. Um, he's a fantastic guy. He's a really nice guy, too, and he deserves all the su- success, and his stuff is just fantastic, so definitely check it out. We also have Matthew Brackney. Matthew Brackney he did the opening guild avatar characters and he has created an online comic that he wants you guys to check out he also did the knights of the guild avatar for our logo so definitely check this out you can go to the website at http colon slash slash www.knights-aaron-com so it's k-n-i-g-h-t-s-e-r-r-a-n-d.com check it out funny funny stuff hi Hi, I'm Codex. Real name's Sid. It's not short for anything. Greetings, Guildies. Uh, Herman, uh, call me Vork. I simply respond to it better. You don't look like your picture. Oh, maybe that's because my eyes are open. Um, this is Zabu, real name... See John Balakrishnan Goldberg. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm a Hindu. It's like... Part Hindu, part Jew. So. And I'm Clara, real name Clara. <laughs> oh. You use your real name for your avatar. Interesting. Yeah, well, I tried an alias on another game, but my kid picked it up and started calling me Mama Matrix. <laughs> my husband got pissed. Uh, yeah, the same name as my character, too. Your real name is Fingerballa? As far as you guys know, it is. Now we have a few comments from our cast members, so let's go ahead and get started with those. This first one here says, Hey Kenny, I'm getting ready to do some shows with Paul and Storm in the Pacific Northwest. We'll be in Portland on November 16th and Seattle on November 17th. I'm also doing a show in Los Angeles on December 1st. The shows are called Will Wheaton vs. Paul and Storm. And if you haven't checked out these shows, they are hilarious. 
Definitely check it out if they are local to you. And it says, thanks, Will. And then there's a website. It's http colon slash slash www.paulandstorm.com. And just click on upcoming shows and you can find links to all of three of these shows and other shows that they're doing. So um, if you have a chance, definitely check them out. These guys are hilarious. So uh, definitely check it out. And then we have a, a more serious note from our buddy Vince Caso, who plays Blades. He recently got into a car accident, and he's looking for some assistance in helping pay for the damages because uh, they were extensive. Uh, he does have a video, and I pulled the audio from it. So we'll go ahead and take a listen to that, and he'll explain the details. So take it away. Vince. Uh, hey guys, this is Vince Casso, and uh, as you may have heard, I got into a bit of a car wreck recently. Got my car nice and dinged up here, and uh, we well, let me just show you what happened. Uh, I- I'm okay, first of all, I survived, so I'm all good, but my car didn't fare quite as well. So we have quite a bit of damage, and it's done a number in the thousands uh, per early estimates. I haven't gotten it looked at quite yet, but just given the damage, it's going to be pretty rough. So, here's what I'm doing. Uh, some of you who may have seen me at conventions may know that I've printed up a limited edition run of the cheesy pirate headshots from Season 5. And I printed up 500 of these, all individually signed and numbered, that I'm going to be selling off to raise some money for me to actually be able to repair my car. Uh, in addition to the signed and numbered headshot, you can also get a handwritten thank you note, a signed playing card, or really whatever the hell you want with it. I'll send whatever bonuses and goodies you can think of along with it. It's really up to you. In addition to that, I'll be recording a video pretty soon, just after this one, once I've sold a bunch, and I'll be thanking the people who have bought the headshots individually by name, if you'd like. So, I want to try and give you some bang for your buck, and again, these will not ever be printed again. You will never, ever, this is my solemn promise, you will never see these available ever again, except from this uh, promotion here. So, buy a headshot, I'll sign it, write whatever the heck you want on it, I'll draw a stick figure, I don't really care, I'm easy. So, that's that. Help me raise money for my car, please. It really needs your help. I need your help. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. I'll be seeing you soon. All right, yes, please help Vince. These are awesome pictures. They're very limited, very, very limited. I do remember seeing these on set, and there's only a few of them. They're very cool, and if you want to help Vince out and get a piece of really cool guild uh, memorabilia, definitely check this out. You can go to http colon slash slash www.vincecaso, that's V-I-N-C-E, C-A-S-O dot com slash limited dash edition. And there's a, a form you fill out. Put your name there. You can put in a request for whatever you want signed or what, what, you know, what you want him to write on it. Um, he's very accommodating and um, he needs help. So whatever help you guys can do, that would be fantastic. I know the Guild is a, a huge family just because you know you guys helped out the podcast when we needed it now Vince needs our help so let's rally around him and uh, raise enough money to get his car fixed let's show our appreciation for the work that he does on the guild all right i think that's going to do it so let's go ahead and move on to our next segment yeah i know i was speechless too this friend of mine who does van art whipped right up for me <laughs> the electnesses are pretty special and potentially could end up on the side of a van. Yeah, it is special. Thank you. I know the guild's been giving you a ton of flack for dating this guy, but I'm in support. Put me on Team Codex Fox. Team Cox. Joining me today, I have a very special guest host, Teal Shearer. Nice to be here. Yes, well, thank you for joining me. Of course. Teal is my very first cast member co-host. Yay. Yay. How are you doing? I'm great. You good? Yes. (laughs) We've been up to lately. I have been, I filmed, as I think a lot of you know, a pilot episode of a series called My Gimpy Life. Oh, that's right. I have actually a question. Cool. We're currently shopping that around. A lot of people are amazing and have been asking about it, and I feel bad because we're not releasing the pilot yet because we're shopping the show, and because we don't have a rest of the season yet. We have, we're ready to do it, but we're looking for someone to partner with to develop it. 
and fund it. So good news is, is that we have a great agent that we just met with last week and we're getting it out there and looking at different avenues. Worst case scenario, I will sell, I will finance it myself yeah, yeah. or figure out a way or to kick, finance yeah, it through Kickstarter, Kickstarter and uh, several people have been expressed yeah. interest in investing in it yeah. and whatnot. So it, we will do it. Our, we, it will be done somehow, but it's just figuring out the best avenue to do it. Yeah. And, um, so it's being patient, which is hard. <laughs> it's hard. Um, I've it's seen hard. It and I loved it, so yeah, I and I just to... yeah, I can't wait to show it to you. I, I can't. It's done well in like uh, festivals that it's been in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've screened at um, uh, a festival in Los Angeles, um, and it's uh, the feedback has been amazing. Yeah. So it's it's hard not being able to share it with everyone, but um, we will in due time, and um, I'm excited about it. It's uh, definitely a labor of love. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Do you have anything else going on right now? Um, the big other thing was, uh, no. You mentioned that you're doing some audio, some uh, voiceover. Can we talk about that yet, or is that like hush hush? Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily talk about it. <laughs> well, I don't know. All right, well, let's just say she's doing some voiceover, which yeah, hopefully you guys yeah. will hear. So, um, as probably those of you who follow the comic book world may know, <laughs> there's there, um, the DC Comics did like a reboot, a relaunch of their series, which meant that the character of Oracle slash Barbara Gordon... Um, World slash Batgirl, yeah, slash Batgirl. <laughs> um, so Oracle is no longer going to be in the reboot uh, relaunch. So there's been a lot of controversy over yes. that. Um, Oracle is in a wheelchair, um, but that's not a focal point of it. She yeah. is amazing yeah. and um, kicks butt and is intelligent, and she's like you know, the mastermind behind Birds of Prey and has become this iconic figure to a lot of people, in particularly people with disabilities, because there's like hardly anybody out there in the entertainment industry with a disability. And it's hard, especially if you're a kid with a disability, who do you look up to? Like you don't see yourself represented and it sucks. So she's definitely somebody who has been a figure to a lot of people. And when DC comics announced that she would no longer be with them in the reboot it's been very controversial so i and sean becker helped me um made a i wanted everybody was voicing their opinions um people for the you know getting rid of getting rid of oracle oracle and batgirl and then people really upset about um oracle leaving us and so i thought to myself you know who hasn't had a voice in this oracle Oracle. so i wanted to just do a funny video where oracle could have a chance to speak and i want to do the flip side of she's pissed off that she's going to be walking yeah because it's i think a lot of people think that oh you're disabled your goal is to be walking but it's not like i've been in a wheelchair for 16 years and i love my life and it wouldn't be what it is today if I wasn't in a wheelchair if my car accident hadn't have happened. So I just kind of wanted to give that side of the story that just because you're disabled doesn't mean you're broken and need to yeah. be walking again. You are who you are and you're great the way you are. And so I wanted to give that side of it. Yeah. And that's what we did. And I uh, told so, Sean Beck, yeah. yeah. It's so funny because I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Because I saw the video and I didn't even know that was you at first. <laughs> and I didn't even watch it. I just kind of skipped it over it and I'm like, oh, I'll get back to it. And then I saw people talking about it, and I'm like, wait a minute, I gotta go check that out. And I play it, because she, she has this dark wig on. Yeah, I have a red wig on, which was like, I had to go, I went to like five different wig shops in LA, and it's hard to find a red wig. It's like, you can find every other color wig, yeah. it's of getting a good red wig. And I wasn't even totally happy with the red wig I found, but it was the closest to it. Yeah. So it was like, this will work. And it was, and then I had to go find glasses. Yeah. Like, I put, this was like, I was proud of myself because I had <laughs> I was proud of myself because I had an idea that I wanted to do this and I actually went through with it and it was a lot of work. Yeah. And but I was proud of myself for like being like actually going through with it all and doing it and having um a voice yeah. in it. And it was great because I shared the idea with Sean Becker and he's so great. He directed it, but then he's so good at just finding the comedy and things and being a sounding board and uh 
to throw ideas off it and to help me with the, some of the dialogue and yeah. whatnot. And um, it was great. I'm proud of it. It's a side. It's a it's a parody. Yeah. I mean, the the feedback for the most part has been good. Some people are like, I think, are yeah. taking it a little too I seriously. Get that. Yeah. I get some of the comments You've on got Facebook. A lot of hits. It's been, yeah, it's, really it's doing well. well so yeah. or it's done fine. I mean, I'm yeah. glad people that have watched it. And the coolest thing is that Gail Simone, who actually writes is writing Batgirl in the reboot and then who wrote the Birds of Prey series saw it and tweeted me that she thought it was funny and that I made a good oracle and I was shocked because I was like she's I'm kind of being mean to you guys and you're right I mean she's super cool and I love that she had a good sense of humor because it is it's funny I wanted people to laugh also make them think yeah but it was you know it's a it's a it's a point of view that's often not told and so I wanted to tell it yeah, and where can people see it? They can see it at YouTube. Just type in Oracle addresses the DC Comics reboot. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it will funny. come right up. So. Very, very funny stuff. Very cool. Hey, you, sir. Remove your tongue from my woman. Zabu? What the hell? I thought you were at Vorks running a men's training camp. Yeah, well, I thought you were not making out with other guys. I guess we're both ill-informed. Little dude, the lady liked to be here with only one man. And that man's definitely me. Correction, the lady is on layaway from me. Both of you, stop referring to me as the lady. Okay, I know what men do in this situation. I challenge you! I'll see you yonder. Trivia. So we had the question, oh, this is probably like long ago, I even forgot what the question was. But it was, uh, which of Clara's children suddenly went missing in season two? Because she had three kids, and then all of a sudden, she only had two, a boy and a girl. Um, so we got a few answers, and obviously the answer is uh, Bellamy, is the girl's name. Because there's Gabby, Bellamy, and then we always call him Little George, but mm-hmm. I think it's Blake, is the little boy's name, real name. So um, our winner is Roseanne Wiles. Yay! So yay, congratulations, congratulations. Roseanne. You win a Knights of the Guild t-shirt. Ooh. So I'll be in contact with you and um, we will uh, get that sent off to you. So this episode's trivia question is, what does Venom do for work? That's right. What does she do for a living? What's her job? Yes, if you know the answer, which I think is a fairly easy question. Yeah, it's pretty you easy. Should, you should know it is announced several times, I think. Once. Is it just one time? It's one time. It's well, one little thing. Yeah, it might be a little I tougher, do. But it yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it has. Yeah, I actually, I know that. who. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm remembering back to those lines. Yeah. yeah. So. So yeah. So definitely, if you know the answer, go ahead and email us at knights of the guild at gmail.com, and we'll put all the names, all the correct answers, into a hat, and we'll pull one winner out, and you'll win a knights of the guild T-shirt. Woohoo! So um, yeah, that's very very cool. Strange stuff. I've never seen anything like it. If you don't know, you should probably move on. It's steampunk. You're a trash nerd. Oh, Princess Leia. Can we sell our shirts at your booth? We're desperate. Whatever cut you want, you can have. Ah, where did the smart words go? I'm sorry, but do those look like they match our color palette? I don't know what that means. <laughs> the answer is no. Would you like to purchase something? If not, kindly clear the aisle. What those goggle things are. They're called goggles. <gasps> Neat! Do you guys have baby clothes? Gas mask. <laughs> Come on, Clara, let's go. Oh, but I want to know more about the clocky windy stuff. It's not gonna help. Oh my god. Emergency bail alert. Uh, pardon? <laughs> so let's go ahead and discuss, since you mentioned it before, some behind the scenes. Yay! Yes, let's go ahead and talk about the very first time we meet Venom. So this would be the GameStop. GameStop. Yes, this was a two-day shoot. Yes. And it was the very last thing we shot for season three. It was. So it's funny that we're meeting all the access at the, you know, at the at the beginning of the season, even though... We'd been working we'd together, been working together and shooting and stuff. Yeah. Um, so let's... Go way back then, because that was a what, yeah, years ago. it was. 
It was three, and we're on season five. So. Yeah, it was. I what do I remember about that? <laughs> well, I know we, we shot in Fountain Valley. We did. I remember GameStop. driving out to Fountain Valley, and we took over the GameStop. Yes. Like it was, it's cool. It was like our games, you know, our yeah. and well, our. Yeah, we did shut it down. I mean, yeah, we shut it down. Crafty was set up like yep. right in front of like the cash register right. where you would buy the games. <laughs> You know, like we were in the back, like employee room doing yeah. hair and makeup. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of extras there, yes. and there's a lot of people there, and we mostly filmed outside, it and hot. it was hot. Yep. Yeah, it was hot, especially when I remember when we're doing like the face off where you see like the group of us. Yeah. And I remember the sun was shining bright in our eyes, yes. and like, and I look back at the footage and like my eyes are squinting. <laughs> I'm like, I look ridiculous because my eyes are squinting and it's because it's, I can't see anything. Yeah. I can't see, I don't even, I mean, I nothing. Because it's unfortunate because the access were facing the sun. Yeah. And then the guild was on the opposite side. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's funny. And a story I remember about that, and you can watch the outtakes to see it but when we were filming that scene where there's like the face off so you have the group of the axis of anarchy looking mean and um there was in the outtakes a beetle flew in and will wheaton got like went nutty he got oh my god you know it's a beetle got crazy and i remember i was so like hardcore into character because I had to like really put myself in a mode to be like just to look like that like yeah. look I'm just pissed <laughs> and so to do that like I would put myself in that piss mode and it was hard a little hard to break it because yeah. I am holding that and so I know when the beetle flew in and you can watch the outtakes and you'll see my if you watch my mouth I I just I think I say this it's just a fucking beetle and you got to beat that <laughs> but. Like, watch it, because I don't break character. Yeah. And I'm just like, guys, it's a beetle. Like, chill out. It's not going to kill anybody. It's a beetle. And it's just funny. Like, when I saw the outtakes, and yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I, I almost look really evil, because I'm just like... <laughs> and even Will Wheaton noticed it when I saw him in season four. I saw him on set in season four. He was like... He was he was talking to me about season three because we had had a chance to watch all the episodes and everything, and he yeah. mentioned it. He was like, "You're so funny, you don't break character," and I was like, "I know." I was like, "I look so funny." Um, so that was like a big thing I remembered from that. Yeah. Um, now this wasn't the first time that we had the big group of you guys together. No, because we had played, done yeah we had done the final battle. Yeah, so we had all been. Deg- I mean, what was cool about those scenes is it was it was like full axes of our anarchy. Against the full the full guild, so we, it was all actors. of yeah. us yeah. and a millionaire. So it's, it's a lot. It was a lot of characters, and Felicia did such an amazing job of writing for all of us and yeah. fitting in our dialogue and making sure everybody had a line here yeah. and a line. You yeah. know, it was it was great. Yeah. But I know a lot. Cause... Well, I mean, it's, it's a crucial episode just for the fact that we're introducing these characters for mm-hmm. the first time, and you have all of a minute yeah. to know who Venom is. Yeah. You know, and you, so know, you have to cram all that all stuff in. You have to know what she is and how Who her she is and what her attitude is. Yeah, and I mean, and is great. She writes that. And yeah. it's in there. And then she has, you know, the actors who bring, you know, everything else to it. Yeah. And it's it's there. But it is. It's pretty amazing when you really just yeah. see how quick and specific everybody is. Yeah. I mean, our um, film is written for you. Yes, I've been, yeah, I was been friends with Felicia for a while. Um, Like, I remember when she was, had the idea for the guild, and I think it was way back to, like, Warm Spirit. Yeah, we met in, um, God, I think it was 2004, doing an HBO film called Warm Springs. I was living in Atlanta at the time, and they filmed it in Atlanta, so I was a local hire, and... They flew out Felicia and a lot of other cast members as well. And Felicia and I had a couple scenes together and became friends on set. Mm-hmm. And then when I decided I was moving to L.A., I didn't know anyone besides a couple people I'd met on Warm Springs. Mm-hmm. So I think I basically, I looked at one of the call sheets. I contacted Felicia's manager. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm moving to L.A. Or I worked with Felicia and can I have her email? <laughs> you know, yeah. and I got it. And Felicia was so great. And she was basically my first friend when I moved to L.A. Yeah. And... Helped, helped guide me. It's yeah. overwhelming, and yeah. she like I think I started taking acting classes where she took classes. We we hung out a lot, yeah. and yeah. so it's super cool to see how you know 
far the guild's gone. Funny. And I was actually with Felicia when they did the initial casting for the guild. Yeah. I helped her out with that. So I remember when Robin and oh, Amy so cool. and Vince came in to audition. Yeah. Totally remember them so coming in. Do you remember in. the other people who auditioned for those roles? I remember faces, but yeah. I couldn't tell you who but, they know, were. Yeah, but do you remember, like, you know, was... Was Robin they're your all favorite? Similar, yeah, they were all similar types. I mean, I think she, you know, there were younger yeah. males came, coming in for Vince. For yeah. Amy, there was, like, there were Asian females. So she was females. Asian. And yeah, they were Asian females. And then... Um, Zabu. Oh, well, he was written. Yeah, Zabu was written in Jeff. That's right, it's just those three. That yeah, were. and then the actors for Claire were all yeah. similar types. Yeah. So it was, yeah. But I remember, yes, definitely, those stood out. And, um, you know. Yeah, I couldn't imagine it with... Anybody people. else? But it could have been. That's it what's interesting. Been, yeah, it easily could have been. You saw them, and yeah. That's what's interesting about casting and that whole process. There was something about them that works, and you you know. And I can't imagine. Yeah. Anyone else playing? No, you yeah, can't so, at all. It's yeah. what you. Um, so yeah, it's cool yeah. to so see. So when did you find out you were going to be part of the guild? Um, it was before we started filming. What it was season three Felicia yeah. emailed me and was like I have a character I have a character, character yeah she you. basically well she, she asked you prior to writing it yes she asked me prior to writing it she basically said I have a character in mind for you for season three and do you want to meet for coffee let's talk about it and so we met and she told me that it was a rival guild mm-hmm. and that she had an idea of my character being kind of goth and snarky and just kind of out there yeah. and I loved it, and we kind of just talked a little bit about it, and then um, she wrote it, and then I didn't even hear anything else until we had the read through. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't even know my character's name. Yeah. And so I remember we got to the, to the read through, and we all get the scripts, and I start looking through. I'm like, oh, my name's Venom. I was like, that's cool because <laughs> yeah. it's such a cool name. Yeah. And when I got even when I got to uh, the read through, a couple people start commenting, "Ooh, your character's cool." Like people yeah. were making comments, and I was like, "What is my character?" <laughs> And I remember, like, I just, I learned about the character while we all were reading it. Yeah. And I remember we got to the part where um, Michelle Boyd's uh, and my character, so it was Riley and Venom's character, like, have a makeout scene. And yeah. we were, I was like, what? I love it. I think Michelle stood up and walked over to you and shook hands and said, hi, I'm Michelle. Yeah. Like, oh, it was, yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> and, um, because we, we learned as we were reading. And, like, yeah. and I was like, wow, this is happening. And but I was totally cool with it because she's hot and <laughs> it's all good. But it was funny because after the read through, Felicia told me that she was like eyeing me the whole read through to see what my response, like how yeah. I was responding to things. Because my character is pretty, like I say some yeah. pretty, you know, but it's so against who direct you are. things. Yeah, it's against you who really I am. Like no, but I think there's a side Other of me. Being in a wheelchair, I think yeah. that's the only thing. Yeah, but I think there's a side of me that's a little feisty and a little direct. Well, no, that's, that is true. And I think so. So Felicia knows that about me, and okay. she's seen me when I'm being yeah. silly or being, yeah. you know. That's true. That is and true. so I, I think people when they they're like, oh, she could easily play that. Yeah. You know, or she could stretch to that. Yeah. Because she's she's. Yeah. I'm very like you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm there. So. um so that's how that was. And it's so cool. It's cool to have. It's like, the, I think it was probably the first role that, yeah, it was the first role that was written for me. And it was a character that I don't normally play. Yeah. And it was, it's the most fun I've had playing a character because it is, it's, I get to be the bad person and yeah. I get to say things that you normally don't get to say in real yeah. life. And um, it was a treat. Um, definitely. Um it's really cool. Now, how was it working with Jeff? Because you had the great scene with him. It was. With, uh... It was so funny because I just always go for it, and it's funny because I'm wheeling around like a maniac, <laughs> and he's like, "Control your steed," and I'm banging into him, and Jeff's like, "Who is she? What is she doing?" I mean, it, it, it was funny at the time because I didn't really know them, yeah, like Jeff and the rest of them, and yeah. so we were just yeah, jumping into really, it. No, like yeah, now, you had that, just that one scene. Yeah, it's like now I know who yeah. they all are. You know, very, you know, and but at the time we we're just getting to know each other so it is definitely funny because we're all butting heads and yeah and you know in the script and um but it, it's fun because it was just really going for it because yeah. that you just have to go for it in that moment because it's so over the top because yeah. my character's being over the top and she's acting you know yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and trying to play the victim card and yeah i loved it i thought it was funny I just love it because the axis of anarchy is all on my side and we're all like together in it. Yeah. And there's yeah. that one moment where like Will gives me the nod and then um, 
the other character like pushes it. Like it was like a whole. Si- it's like it's like we've done it before. Like, yes, yes. It was like it's it like was, we have a system was, set yes, up. Did if I people like start messing with us, Teal's. <laughs> gonna, I mean, Venom's gonna play the victim card, and yeah. we have like a thing we do. Um, which is funny. Which is really weird and awesome. <laughs> Which I love. Um, yeah. So it was so much. I mean, tons of fun. Yeah. And um, so, have you gotten any responses from the disabled community about your character Venom? Because she does take advantage of her disability and she uses it, you know, yeah, in good ways. No, no. But I, I, all the response I've gotten has been really good. I've gotten some really sweet emails from people with disabilities who just say they love my character on the guild and that they really love the fact that she's actually pay, played by an actress who's disabled. Because mm, yes. that's the big thing a lot of characters with disabilities on TV or the internet yeah, or whatever are really disabled. Yeah. And so when people find out I'm actually disabled, yeah. some are shocked because they're like, I didn't think she was disabled. Yeah. Ooh, or they're kind of like, yeah. that's, you know. Yeah. And then, um, but then, you, you know, you have some that are just like really like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, it's really, she's really like that. She's yeah. not just playing yeah, the, the, girl, the girl in the wheelchair. Yeah. Um, so it's great. I mean, people with disabilities want to see people like them yes. on TV, and we don't always have to be the good guy. Yeah. It's okay if we're villains. I'm gonna say you're not the role model. I don't no, think but we don't. I don't. Th- we don't always want to be the role but, model. But that's like, you don't need to be. No, because I'm just a person. Not, yeah, you're just a regular person. Not, yeah, not everybody is a role model. Yeah, because I think a lot of times people want to cast you as the inspirational person yes. who's overcoming something and. Yes. And so it's nice to just be, I'm just, that's who I am. Yeah. That's what I'm doing and whatever. So, um, yeah, it's definitely the response has, has been um, yeah. great from it. Yeah. And how was it working with your access people? So we had, um, we had a Quan. Mm-hmm. And then we had a Valkyrie. Yep. Mike Rowe. Yep. And we had Teddy. Yep. Of course, he's wonderful. Ted, yeah. He's, so not he's great. Yeah. I mean, te- I feel like Teddy and I probably bonded the most and we still yeah. keep in touch. Um, he's so much fun. Because he's not. He is. He's so, like, intimidating yeah. looking. But in real life, he's a big teddy bear. Yeah. And I just remembered he just wanted to eat craft <laughs> service food. All, like, he likes to eat yeah. so much food. Yeah. I mean, because this really is only the second time that the group was completely together. Yeah. All the other times you were separate or just... Your small little group. Yeah. yeah um, that was a lot of computer work. It was. And it was, yeah, it, it is. So it was, it all happened so quickly. That's the thing. <laughs> I feel like I wish we could go back and do it again. Yeah. Well, and, in like 15 days we were done. Yeah. It season. is. It's so quick. And yeah. then, but you feel like this bond. And then when you watch it, you feel like this, but it's, yeah. it is, it's really strangely quick. And it was great. It, everybody was great. I mean, Will is amazing to work with. And he's such a gentleman and just funny and great to watch yeah. and um, just to be around. And Mike, um, is he's such a great – Mike is such a good improver and just brings so much. Like, I remember even, like, hearing Felicia. Like, they didn't really define – it didn't seem like they defined his character yeah. as much as the others. Like, you knew exactly who they were. Yeah. But Mike just brought – he brought it, the character, to it. Yeah. Yeah. He's just an amazing actor, and and he was fun watching him. Like I learned a lot watching him yeah. improving and playing with things, and um, and that that's what I learned a lot just being on there watching, because because the um, regular guild cast they had worked for a couple seasons yeah. together, and so they had this yeah, they had this thing, it was chemistry, going, there was yeah. this thing going, and so for us to come into it, it was a little weird because yeah. you kind of feel like you're getting in on yeah. their. You know the well, thing. Plus, your access had to have that same chemistry. And we did, yeah, you we know? did have yeah. to have that chemistry, and yeah. so which is great that they did at the end. Yeah, you kind of already kind of bonded previously mm-hmm. and got over the awkwardness of working with each other. You knew each other's style. Yeah. So then you gelled together. So when we first see you, yeah, you're well oiled. We know, already. yeah, we know. Like so and so's doing forever. this. Yeah, yeah so and so's doing this. So that's always cool. Yeah. Um. So. Cool. All right, well, I think that's all we'll talk about right now. We're going to have, uh, Till will be definitely be back for future episodes, so we're going to save future episodes, future episodes, future Guild episodes. Um, we'll talk behind the scenes of those later. So, when do you think a woman is sufficiently bought and will perform sexual services? Blades? Um, I'd say you're wrong, and you need to learn more about relationships. Relationships? Oh, you are so missing the point. Look, Tink wants me. It's obvious. But waiting to hit it, it's... Yeah, it's maxing out my life in a lot of ways, and... Stupid! Getting, making the hearts all crooked. I don't care. Just hurry. Her sister's birthday is Monday, so she wants this in the mail ASAP. 
I don't participate in shoddy craftsmanship. Ow! Dana, ow! Mom! Ow. Use the stencil! Do it! Blades, blades, ow. um... Dana, ow! You ever think Tink might be using you? Whoa! Okay, you had your chance to ride the Blades train. <sighs> Says we're on the phone together? Skanky. Okay. We have a question here. I think you kind of answered it. This was from Stephen Kane. Mm -hmm. He asked, um... He says, I have a question for Teal, and I was just wondering if there are any updates in regards to My Gimpy Life, which you already talked about, yep. but the other one was Collision. Oh, yeah. Which is really, I, I love that. Just yeah, let's talk awesome. about it. Yeah. So what's the update on Collision? So, Collision is okay, basically... Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is okay, so ba Collision is basically two women in wheelchairs who are spy assassins. And butt. yeah, we kick butt, but we have but by, by day we have our regular day jobs and we have our boyfriends and then we also are spy assassins on the side. So I think Charlie's Angels, <laughs> but the two lead women are in wheelchairs. Yes. And um it was tons of fun to do as an actor because we had lots of crazy stunts and yeah. fighting and cool costumes yeah. and it was amazing america young came on and was our stunt um our stunt or fight yeah. um choreographer cool. and yeah. she's amazing and so that was it was it was as an actor very fulfilling because most people don't cast people with disabilities yes. to play spy assassins. I mean, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> um, like, I'm going to give you weapons yeah. and have you fight in your yeah. wheelchair. And yeah. so um, it was cool to play a role that I probably would, you know, never yeah. get to play. Yeah. Um, it was very empowering and weird to have weapons and, you know, yeah. shoot people. <laughs> and it was very, it was cool. So it's uh, was it's filmed and it's, so it's an, done. It's done. It's How many, in is it an episode. Thing? It's a. It's like either it can either exist as a short film or the pilot. Okay. Of some of a series. So Thank you. And so the goal is to submit it to tons of festivals and that to get it out there mm -hmm. and hopefully it leads to a bigger. Like a feature. So they're doing kind of the same thing with Gimpy Life. They're holding off on releasing it to the public until they see. Um, I don't know yet. Is. I don't know. They we. I mean, it's not totally edited yet, and they're gonna. I don't know what they're gonna do. I'm not on the. I'm yeah. not on a producer on it, so I don't know exactly. I know they're gonna submit it to ton, tons of festivals, yeah. and. Um, Have you seen some of it? No. So you haven't seen any of the footage? You no, know, I haven't seen any of the footage yet. Oh. So I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, it will be it will be interesting to see, but it, cool. it was tons of fun. But it's done and it's, just it's done and being edited and yeah. being shopped around. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Stephen, for the question. Yes, thank you. Hi. Hey, hi, Sid Sherman. These are for you. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah. yeah, I made them. I spray painted them myself. Crafted. Thanks, Abdur. They're beautiful. Well, thank you. You're beautiful. That's why I did it. <laughs> you have a nice forehead. I'm sorry, do I know you? Of course you know me. Uh, remember, I was gored by a wyvern last week, and you totally resurrected me, and then I bought a blue flower for you from the gardens of Bleaklands, and, you know, it was totally worth the money, but it was a lot, but it was worth it. <laughs> Zabu? Yeah. Yes. Zabu. Right. <laughs> I'm at your doorstep. <laughs> doorstep. <laughs> All right, let's go move on to some listener feedback. First off, we have a voicemail from the zombie girl. This, we, uh, Jenny and I talked about her in a previous, or at least I did. She was uh, there for shooting for season five, and she dressed up as a zombie. She was at the Long Beach Convention, and she would not break character. And it drove me crazy, because I tried to interview her. Kim tried talking to her, and she stayed in the zombie. She's actually in several of the scenes. She's in during the workout. I don't know if you remember the workout scene with Zabu. She's the zombie girl. Dude. I'm going to go back and watch it now. Yeah, yeah. She's so good. I'm going to go. Yeah, because there's she, so much going on. Yeah, you need to watch so every good. episode. But she go ahead and she sends us some audio comments. So let's go ahead and take a listen to that. Hey, guys. Um, this is Elise Goodgood for calling, and I just wanted to tell you how much I love your podcast. I've really been enjoying it this season. And, Kenny, I wanted to tell you, I am the zombie that was at Long Beach. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't talk to you, but I, I really try hard not to break character when I do my zombie stuff. So I hope you'll forgive me. And um, you can find me. I'm in the um, Guild of Extras 
Facebook group if you want to friend me or whatever. And again, my name is Aliska Goodsler. So I'll uh, keep listening and uh, keep up the good work. Thanks. All right, thanks, Aliska, for the feedback. We love Thank it. Thank you. And uh, yes, I love the fact that you stayed in character. That was just it's that it takes drove, dedication. It all, oh yeah, it drove us all crazy, but it was great. It was yeah, awesome. you I definitely don't... were a standout of all the extras. <laughs> so that's great. Um, do you want to take the first uh, letter here? Yeah. All right. So this is a feedback for episode thirty-four that we did. Hey, Kenny and Jenny. Wow, what an incredible episode. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Really enjoyed your excellent interviews with Chloe and with Bonnie Burton. Both were very interesting and informative. Enjoying hearing from Sean as usual. And yes, Alien Beach Crashers was hilarious and incredibly well done, as always, from Team Unicorn and Sean Becker. I am always really looking forward to seeing Teal's new show. The trailer for it is amazing. I am one of those who will not be going to SDCC, so it is nice to hear about the video podcast, and I am very much looking forward to it. Just make sure you take time to enjoy it as well. Also can't wait for Felicia's first episode in Eureka. It's been one of my favorite shows for a few years now, and it's always nice to see a great new great new guest characters coming on and I'd encourage anyone that hasn't seen it to give it a shot. Sorry for the longer email this time. There was just too much awesome packed into the show to condense it anymore. Smiley face. I hope you both are well and that you have a wonderful time at Comic-Con. Stephen Kane. Yay, Thank you, Stephen. Stephen. I love Stephen. Yeah, He's awesome. Too. And obviously this is an older letter because we haven't done the podcast. So yeah. she's already been in like, what's five episodes yes. of Eureka. It's okay. It's and, all good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, and unfortunately, and luckily he was, he is one of the few people who actually listened to the live podcast that we did at Comic-Con because mm-hmm. that's what was stolen. It never was oh, released. Oh, so he Because heard he heard it. Like, ten people were there with us. Wow. So those ten people heard are it. the only ones yeah. who are ever going to hear it. Yeah. Because it, it's gone. So, um, so yeah, so that, I'm glad he was able to join us. Yeah. Next up, we have... Uh, feedback for episode 35 it says hey Kenny and Jenny once again great job on the podcast hearing you guys always makes me smile and it usually isn't too long into the podcast that I'm killing myself laughing it was great to hear the reports from fans that went to the Calgary convention and it sounds like they as well as the cast had a good time one of these days I am going to have to make sure I get myself to a convention they will be at. Really enjoyed hearing the fan interview as well as it's always interesting to hear from other fans. Please continue to include your blooper segments at the end as I'm loving them. I was nearly dying with laughter listening to the ones from this episode. Well, I hope you both are doing well and I look forward to finally being able to watch Season 5. Stephen Kane. Thank you, Stephen. These are all from Stephen, by the way. He's one of our most dedicated... He's... Feedback givers. He's great. So, yeah, we love Stephen. Yeah, he he's amazing. All right, so read the next one from Stephen Kane. Okay, feedback for companion cast number one of season five. All hey, right. Kenny, just finished listening to the first companion cast for season five, and it was fantastic. Absolutely great job being able to talk to all the different people involved with putting the episode together. Listening to everyone's stories about making the episode really helps to enjoy the episode even more when you're when you rewatch it and let you catch things that you might have missed the first time. Anyway, great job on the podcast and I am greatly looking forward to both episode two of the guild as well as the companion cast for it. Hope you are doing well. Yay, thank you so much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. All right, and now he has comments for uh, the Companion Cast, uh, Episode 2 of Season 5. says, Hey, Kenny, great job once again with the Companion Cast. Really enjoyed it. As much as I enjoy the new opening song for Knights of the Guild, but it is nice to hear the original style opening for the Companion Cast. Really enjoyed the episode, especially with Wark putting down caution tape to mark out his sleeping area. <laughs> really enjoying the new season, and it's great to hear from all those involved in making them. Thanks so much for doing this for us. Hope all is going well with you, Stephen King. Thank you, Stephen. Yay. Feedback for Companion Cast 3 of Season (laughs) 5. Hey, Kenny. Once again, really enjoyed the podcast. It was indeed long, but it was also incredible, and so length doesn't really matter in that case. (laughs) Smiley face. I really enjoyed your interview with Kim Evie since as the fans don't get to hear from her as much as from Sean or the rest of the cast, so it was nice to hear about things from her perspective. 
I also have to agree with Kim. I think my favorite part of the episode was the MMO workout. I saw the sign for it while while Kodax and Vork are talking and started laughing, but when they actually showed it, I was killing myself laughing. <laughs> the final scene I also really enjoyed with Kodax, who is normally very passive, unknowingly trashing the changes she sees in the game to the creator, as if you go to any MMO forum after a patch, you'll see exactly that. Absolutely love the episode. My new favorite of the series, so it was great to hear from everyone involved. Well, this is longer than my normal feedback. Yeah, we've heard that before, Steven. But I figured longer episode, longer podcast equals longer feedback. Smiley tongue out. Thank you once again for all the work you put into doing the interviews and getting everything ready for us. Hope all is going well, Stephen King. Hey, Stephen. Yeah, this, I think this was my very first over two-hour podcast. Wow, and yeah. after that... They've all been over two hours. Yeah, we just have so many great interviews. That's the thing, and you know, it's hard because I'm like, I really want it only to be two hours. Yeah. I'm like, that's the max. But I'm like, I don't know where to cut. And I'm like, maybe I can save stuff, but it's also important to me. Yeah. During that episode, you know, I already cut stuff. I mean, yeah. I have. Well, what's doing... you know what's cool about that though is you can listen to what like I know I've sometimes listened to part of the podcast and then I've stopped it and gone back and yeah. listened to more and then I listened to another part. So yeah, I yeah. mean, as a listener, you can choose what you want to listen to and what you don't want yeah. to. And you can like if somebody's talking, you can you know yeah. roll, you know fast forward yeah, to the next person or yeah. we have control. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's very true. Um, All right, here's some feedback for the Companion Cast. Episode 4 of Season 5 says, Hey, Kenny, thanks for another absolutely excellent podcast. I know he made comment about having to start each one of these. I know. Because he doesn't want to say the same thing over and over. He's so (laughs) cute. As always, I enjoy all of it. I think my favorite part of this Companion Cast was your interview with Riley Vanderbilt. Just talked about her behind-the-scenes connections to the Guild and the stories that went along with them. That was one of my favorite interviews. She was so much fun to talk to. Uh, She is also part of Team Unicorn, which is pretty awesome, and I've really enjoyed all the work they have done together. It was nice to get to hear from Kim again, as well as Greg. I always enjoy getting to hear from both of them. I can definitely understand what Kim means when she says she feels bad when complimenting someone specifically as if it's an implied insult to the other people involved. As I know, I feel the same way when I write these sometimes. Anyways, I absolutely love both of the episodes and the companion cast for him. Uh, This season has just been getting better and better. Thanks again for all your hard work you do to bring these to us. Hope all is well, Stephen. All right, thank you, Steven. Yay. Yay. Let's go. I think this is the last one from Steven. Feedback for Companion Cast 5 of Season 5. Hey, Kenny, thanks again for yet another excellent podcast. I really enjoyed hearing from all the people you interviewed. I don't really know what more I can say that I haven't said before, as I don't want to just keep repeating myself, (laughs) but I still wanted to let you know how much I enjoyed listening to it, as I know you put a lot of work into getting them ready for us. I've been absolutely loving this season so far, and your podcasts have been the perfect companion to them. So thank you very much, and I hope that all is going well for you, Stephen King. That's Thanks sweet. So much, that was you know, sweet, actually. You can send as many comments as you want. Well, I love getting comments. Even you work so hard, and I just like it's. You know, no, it is much, very much appreciate. It's, appreciated. it's yeah. cool. I like yeah. it. So I always love getting comments. So even if they're repetitive comments, I still like to know no, that. No, it's nice to know. It's nice to people to hear from people, it, yes. and that they, you know, yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes you're like, is anybody out there <laughs> yeah. listening? Is anybody out there? Yes. Oh, I was wrong. There's one more from Stephen. This is from episode... Oh, this is the most current one. This is from oh, episode cool. six. It says, hey, Kenny, another absolutely amazing podcast. First of all, I love the Vork comment at the very start of the show. I must have missed it earlier, but it was really funny. And what's just funny is that I didn't... I've never used that Vorkism before. Somehow I just found it. It's like years old. I was going through my old files. Old files. And I'm like, wait. wait which one was it? Because I know I heard a lot. I heard it. Yeah. There were, uh, it was in six and I can't remember what Yeah, it's it right at the beginning about. where you yeah. put all the quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it was, that was a brand new one. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I told Stephen that we talked online. He's like, thank God, because I thought I was going crazy. Crazy. I'm like, I yeah. didn't hear that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, you didn't hear it because I had never played it before. It was a brand new one, at least to me. As always, I really enjoyed hearing all the interviews that you were able to get for us. It was really interesting to hear from the person their name 
uh, eludes me at the moment, who provided all the steampunk costumes. That's Donna. She was absolutely wonderful. As for the episode itself, I really, really enjoyed it. This season has just been incredible. Unfortunately, I was only able to make it to Wednesday night before finding out about the special cameo. But I guess that is one of the drawbacks of having to wait till Thursday. But I still love the episode all the same. I already can't wait for Season 5 DVD, as I can only imagine uh, all the bloopers and commentaries that will be priceless as well. Thanks once again for doing these podcasts for us fans. I hope that all is going well with you, Stephen King. Yes, I can't wait for the DVD either. Yeah. Because I know a lot of the specials that they're making, so. So cool. It's going to be very cool. All right, and then we have another comment, and it's not from Stephen. <laughs> Hi, Kenny and Jenny. I just want to drop a note and let you know that I am really enjoying Season 5, along with a terrific companion cast. I've never been to a GamerCon before in my life, though I've managed three Star Trek conventions. So the way I figure it, this is giving me a taste. I'm hoping to come to Comic-Con in San Diego sometime soon. My 11-year-old daughter is dying to go, which just adds the incentive. The cool news, though, is that I got my wife hooked on the guild. Since she is not a gamer at all, though a secret sci-fi nerd, <laughs> this is huge. I do have to stop on average once per episode to explain to her the meaning of the occasional reference, but that is a small price to pay for spreading the message of the show. On another note, I also wanted Kenny to know that I've bought all of the DVDs just for the extras. I already had the show on iTunes, but was dying to get a more behind-the-scenes more behind-the-scenes goodies. I have to say that you did not disappoint, though, of course, I'm always left wanting more. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have for now. Cookies and love. Horst Liam Jerusalem, a.k.a. Delena's on the boards. P.S. Have you tried unicorn tartar? <laughs> it is ever so choice. <laughs> Jay. Cool. Thank you so much, Liam. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I'm so glad you got your wife hooked on the guild. Yeah, that's cool. That's always fun, yeah. I love hearing stories like that. Mm -hmm. So thank you both um, to Aliska for the for the audio comment and for Stephen Kane for almost all the comments and Liam. Yeah. So if you want to send us comments, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you can send those to knightsoftheguild at gmail.com. You can ask questions for Teal. If you have any questions for her, I can always get in contact with her if she's not my... You know, my host that for this that episode. Zabu? Okay. This quiet calm thing you're doing right now? This is this is freaking me out. Codex, stop the wedding. Okay. You have to stop the wedding. Don't worry, I will do this. Nothing can get in the way of true friendship if you're determined and truth is on your side. I thought if I said it with determination, something would come to me. This is the nightmare level. Just control all delete me. Alright, that's gonna do it, guys. Episode 36 is over. I want to thank the lovely Teal Shear for co-hosting this podcast with me. It was great chatting with her, and uh, I'm sure she'll be back for future podcasts. What'd you guys think? Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I'm still obviously tweaking it and working out the little bugs and just trying to find a format that I like with this whole new uh, co-host thing. And hopefully you guys liked it. You can let me know. Go ahead and send your comments to knightsoftheguild at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook. Uh, again, it's just Knights of the Guild. Twitter, it's Knights of Guild. If you want to follow me personally, I am at geekyfanboy. We have a Zazzle store. We have a blog. You can definitely go to knightsoftheguild.com and those you'll see our show notes. And that has all the links for everything we talked about on the podcast. If you want to find us anywhere on the internet, that's the place to go. So definitely check it out at knightsoftheguild.com. All right. That is going to do it. But before we go, I wanted to play this piece of audio that I happened to come upon here. It's actually... Um, Jeff Lewis, who plays Vork, singing Rock Lobster. Uh, what we did is, this is actually, at the end of season two, we had a rap party at a karaoke bar in Burbank. And uh, cast members, as well as crew, uh, went up there and sang. And I videotaped a lot of it, and you can actually watch a lot of this uh, on our Knights of the Guild YouTube account. And it's Knights of the Guild 1, the number one. And just check it out, and there's a bunch of videos there. And this one is Jeff Lewis 
singing rock lobster but um it's pretty priceless and i just wanted to share it with you guys until next time guys take care now here is jeff lewis singing rock lobster
Big Brother? No. Survivor? No. The Office? Angela. Then what do we talk about? Gaming, sci-fi, fantasy, and geek stuff. Really? Yes. Cool. (laughs) I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And you need to listen to the Anomaly Podcast, where female and fandom converge. Find us online at anomalypodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. I'd like to thank Brian Arnold from Tweaks Music, who composed our opening theme. Knights of the Guild Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivative, work 3.0, United States license, all rights reserved.